Okay, good evening. So, I want to do for the next um, few weeks before Rosh Hashanah, instead of doing Hilcha Shabbos, to do some uh, halachas um, involved in Yom Tif. And the truth is, I had planned to do the following uh, discussion. I planned to do the following... <laughs> but in the following discussion today, but this morning I realized that it was a lot more uh, it was a lot more serious than I thought. So I'm gonna make this a two part class. And that's the following question. I want to ask the following question. You know, I want you to this this, this class. I feel a little bit like ambivalent about giving. Um, I'll tell you why because as as you all know, uh, one of the big topics I always talk about every year, at least three drushes a year. Is Kirov about bringing Jews close to Torah? Uh, I, I honestly believe every every Jew is mechuyev to do Kirov. Um, but beyond that, in the Bay Area, of all places, Kirov is even more important. At the same ha- time, I, what you can't do is a fine thing. Let's say I can get a, an event. I can get lots of Jews to come. And I'll teach Torah. But the way I'll get them to come to, to the event is, I'll serve Chazer. I'll serve pig. I, so I'll say, I'll give you Chazer. You come, I'll serve you Chazer, and we'll, we'll, we'll go to a disco, and we'll all dance naked, and then we'll have Kirov. I'm not serious. So, so there are halakhas. You can't, it's not a free-for-all. You can't put, do something which is a sore in order to do something which is much So my idea tonight was to talk about, it's, 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 today it's, it's a little bit foreign, is are you allowed to cook, cook for a Jew, on Yom Tif, who is Mechal Shabbos. Why is that so serious? We'll see in a minute. Well, the Torah tells us the following thing. Okay, there's a special halacha of Yom Tif. Now, on every Shabbos, you, could you cook on Shabbos? No. In Yom Tif, could you cook? Yes. Could you light a fire? No. Right? You can go ahead and cook. Where, what is the Pusik that tells us um, that you can go ahead and cook on Yom Tif. So the Torah tells, says the following thing in, in Parsha's bow. Parakir Be'ez Pasuk Tazayin. Uviyom HaRishon Mikra Kodesh. On the first day it should be a Mikra Kodesh. Uviyom HaShri Mikra Kodesh. Yelechem Sohat Pesach. Ko Malacha Lo Yasevehem. You can't do Malacha on Pesach. Just like you can't do Malacha on Shabbos. You cannot do Malacha on Pesach. Ach. Asher Ya'acha Lechol Nefesh Hu Levado. What could you do? You could do what you need to be eaten. That you could be done for you. Lachem, you can go ahead and cook for Yom Tif. There is an amazing Gemara on this concept. The Gemara says the following thing. This is a Gemara in Beitza. But that would at least include your family. For you. We're going to see what it would include. Okay. Who you're allowed to cook for? Let's see right now. The Gemara is trying to learn out. And the Gemara, I'm not going to do the, the whole Gemara. But the Gemara is trying to decide: is it does lachem? What is it coming to do or not to? So the Gemara says the first thing to Tanayi. Yotanya, Achasher. It's machlekes tonight. Achasher lo yachol nefesh. Who levado yaslechem? Amasha shenem lo kol nefesh. Um, it says. Uh, the kol nefesh, it means shomea ani even a behemoth, even your dog. You can even cook for your dog. Why could you even cook for your dog if you own a dog? Now, in general, you're not you're not allowed to cook on yomtiv for strange people's dogs. Questions your dog. 
could you cook for your dog? Are you allowed to add more food to the fire for your dog? So it says, the kol nefesh. Maybe means nefesh behemah. Um, the behemah also has a very low soul called a nefesh. It doesn't have a neshama, it doesn't have a ruach, but it has a low soul called a nefesh. Menachem, you learn Tanya ever in your life? Mm-hmm. You ever learn Tanya? Yeah, of course. Okay, so, okay, sure. so you know <laughs> nefesh, ruach, and neshama, right? Mm-hmm. So, tamaloimer lachem. Lachem v'lolakavim. You cannot cook for a dog. He, even though you have to feed your dog first, it's forbidden to cook for your dog. The, the, the heter, you know, this is very serious by the way, cooking on Yom Tif, the Mishtabura and the Aruch HaSholchan hold, if you do not do it for uh, the right person, is a biblical prohibition. So this is what I said. You, just like you can't cook on Shabbos, you cannot cook on Yom Tif for, for someone who's not allowed to cook for. So it says, according to Rebbe we believe the Lachem Means if you cook on Yom Tif for your dogs, you did an Isser Deiraisa, you did a Torah prohibition. Rabbi Akiva Oimer, I feel Nefesh Behema Mashma. Even you can go ahead and feed your dog. Im Ken, by the way, possibly you can't cook for your dogs. Im Ken, Ma Tom Aloimer Lachem. Where does it mean Lachem? Lachem, Velola Avdekachavim. You can't cook for Gayim. Just because you can cook for yourself, does not mean you can cook for goyim. For you know, you can't invite your your goyisha friends to a barbecue. You know, many parents every year ask me if we do a barbecue for the shul on let's say suk on 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 shvuot and shvuot second day. You would cook. What's the problem? You can for the kiddush. You can have a barbecue, but you can't cook for for not if not if it ain't You can't cook for them specifically. For sure not. Right? No, it's it's lachem. It's a it's a what? Why? Why is it majorly go to goyim? Well, why, it's for every. It's talking to Klal Yisrael. All Jews have to do Yom Tif. That's why the Lashon of Pesach on the first and seventh day of Pesach, which is the which is Pesach, right? In, in, in Eretz Yisrael, you have to. You can't do Malacha, period, like Shabbos. But what could you do? What, what's needed for Ochal Nefesh Lachem? You can do for yourself. So it's the same people. It's talking to all the Jewish people. So who's Lachem? Of course you. Who's excluding? The Pasuk is excluding someone. Lachem is in the Torah? Yeah, but that's, that's, that's the start of the, the Pasuk. So what's the meaning of Lachem? So that's the Machloket in Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Yassi when it's coming to exclude. Lachem means to you. You can cook for you, you can't cook for your dogs. You can cook for you, you can't cook for Goyim. But period Lachem, it's for Am Yisrael. For Am Yisrael. For so, sure. So far, so good. So far, so good. So far, so, so good. So somebody that Mechadel... You just you just started. What are you worried? Where are you? What are you We're just I starting. Listen, now I'm asking the question. <laughs> we just started. We're not there yet. Um, Lachem alul al the So why would you go ahead and include dogs according to Rabbi Akiva? You think you can feed your dog, and you take out of the chavim. So Mar Bani Akiva holds Mar Bani as a chavim. The dogs shemizonayis and Allah alecha. You're all. If you have a dog, you have to feed your dog. Right, you're mm-hmm. to feed your dog. So since it's you don't have to go ahead and feed the Gentiles of the world. It's not your obligation to go ahead and feed them. What about your non-Jewish slave? We'll get to that also. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, you know, we'll get to that, we'll get to that also. But but you, you so you're obligated to go ahead um, and feed it them. So therefore, according to Rabbi Akiva. Um, that's the case. The Gemara later on says the following thing. Not only is there an Isser Deiraisa, a Torah prohibition, 
Um, by the way, we don't pass on that with your dogs. So we basically we hope we're going to come around both really, because um, you don't need to cook for your dogs. So you have to feed your dog. Um, hey, the, 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 so it's an iser to cook for non-Jews. It's an iser deraisa to cook for non-Jews on Yom Tif. Um There's also an iser derabanan. What's the uh, um, what's the iser derabanan? The Gemara says also over here on Beitz of the Chafalim and Beis. Uh, Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi says the Amar Yeshua ben Levi. Who's Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi? I don't know who Yeshua ben Levi was. The Rabbi of Rabbi Yechanan, the Rabbi Yechanan of the Talmud. This is Rabbi God will have Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi. So Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi says Mizamis and Nachir b'Shabbos. If you want, you can invite Timothy, Mario, John. Not you want to take always invite, but John, you know Christopher. <laughs> now talking Daesh. <coughs> Christopher for Shabbos meal, no problem. Because you're not cooking. You can invite him because you're not cooking. But you cannot. You can't invite a Nakri on Yom Tov. Even if you're not going to cook for him. Why? You'll end up cooking more. You'll make more food. Mm. If you run out of food, you'll make more food. So there's a separate rabbinic gezero. That you can't even invite, uh, you can't even invite a gentile. Forgetting cooking for them, you can't even invite a guy to a yom tov. Now, if you want to invite a guy, but Shabbat mutar. Shabbat mutar, right? But for for yom tov, it's forbidden. So the aim is of uh, why shemayarbo, um, uh, shemayarbo b'shvilo. And, and if you cook before, you know that you're gonna cook before. So it's still it's what well, if you run out of food, you would cook since so an isra derabanan. So, so if the Isra de Araisa wouldn't do, but it's still also to invite the guy for, for itself. It's a separate Isra de Rabbanan to invite a guy. Now, I'm not going to do this tonight, but where this comes up very, very practically uh, really is in two areas. One is for converts. Let's say someone's in the middle of conversion. They're in the middle of conversion. And number two, someone's intermarry, which we'll get to at some level this week and at some level next week. Um, one of the things I'm going to do next week, well, I'll get there, I'll get there. The Rambam, the Rambam, you know who the Rambam is? Who's the Rambam? Is he Ashkenazi? How do you know? All the smart people are not Ashkenazi. I was waiting, you know, Yishiraji is there. Okay, we'll, we'll learn some smart people who are Ashkenazi soon. But the Rambam, the Rambam says a fine thing. So, actually, I heard <laughs> <laughs> the the Rambam, we're gonna see how smart you are tonight and here. Now you guys get yourself in trouble over here. Uh, the Rambam says in Hilchas Yamtiv, Perak Aleph, Halachi Gimel, in Oifin Umevashlim BeYamtiv, you cannot cook or bake on Yamtiv. Kedei Lahachol Goyim to feed Goyim, Okalavim or dogs. As I said, the Rambam passes like a Rekiva by Goyim, like a Rekiva by dogs. Shenar Mar, as the Pasuk says, Hulavado Yasalachem, Lachem, you can cook for a Yomtif, Velola Gayim, Lachem, Velola Klavim, for you and not for Gayim and not for dogs. To do either one of those is an Iser Diaraisa. To cook on Yomtif, we just say unequivocally, to cook on Yomtif is a Torah prohibition. You have no heter to cook for a guy or for a dog, okay? Think, if you can't cook for the guy, why would you think you can cook for the dog? Because it's your responsible to feed it. Because you have to feed the dog. That's what Kiva said, right? Maybe that's considered lachem. Um, part of the household. What? Part, part of the, the household. Oh, uh, uh, right. 
explicitly. You can invite a guy to your house on Shabbos to have some cholent, have some scotch. You can't, you can't invite him for Yom Tif, like Rishubin Levi says. Now, he says something interesting, which we're going to get to later. Let's say you're, you didn't invite him. Your guy knocks on your door, and Christopher comes over, or Muhammad, uh, comes over, and you didn't invite him. They come on, they came on their own. So, uh, you could, if you made food on Erev, Erev Yom Tif, you didn't invite him, so you didn't do an Isra to Rabbanan. And if you have food cooked already, it's sitting there in the, in the pan, you can give it to him, because you're not cooking for him. And you're not inviting him, so there's no issue there, right? Of, of then just invite cooking. him, invite him on Yantu. It's the same difference. No, because you can always cook more Yantu. Well, then if he comes over, you can cook more. What? If he comes over, you can cook more. Yeah, no, you the, the point. Oh, 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 so here's so here's the difference. This is very good. If you invite a person, you'll feel an achrayis to feed them, and that's why Chazal or Goyzer, when you invite somebody to your house, trust me, I deal. I get invite guests to the shop. If you invite fifteen people, all of them are Jews, and one one guy is uh, Goy. So you're already gonna cook hold, the, the sure, you're asking good yonder, you have to hold on. But you answer what everyone answer questions <laughs> and, uh, his question was not gonna come up later. Your question's coming up later. <laughs> uh, so so but but the point is is if you're the difference is if you invite somebody there's there's the you 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 feel not Christ. That's a, that's the Lushan uh Harambam. Now I wanted to, as I mentioned to do a, a more challenging question. And that is, let's say if a Jew um, desecrates the Shabbos publicly. You know, we live in a world, Bizman Hazeh, where woe is to us. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We're, like, even giving a shir like this today in, an, in, a, in, a, in a big Knesset, you know, you feel bad. Because we live in a world of, of Chil Shabbos all around the place. We don't understand how... Chilol Shabbos, like people are Machal Shabbos don't understand it, but, but when you're Machal Shabbos, what you're really saying is there's no Hashem, right? Because Shabbos, you stop to acknowledge there's a Bara Olam, and if you're Machal Shabbos, you're, you're, what you're really saying is there's no Bara Olam at some level. Now, there's a difference if you're doing it in your back room with nobody seeing. In Halacha, a Machal Shabbos for Hazia, you would do it in front of other Jews, especially religious Jews, that means you have no shame about it. On that, there are opinions in all of halacha that a person who is mechal Shabbos but for hezia um, is ka'akum, like a gentile. Where does this come from? I, you know, I just saw it basically. Now, I did, I, what I will not discuss tonight, and which I will discuss next week, uh, is tinek shenishva, which means do, do we, we do discuss if a Jew doesn't know what Shabbos is. And he, he grew up in San Francisco. And he, in a reform household or in an unaffiliated household, I never had Shabbos his whole life. If he never know, knew what Shabbos is, or even, you know, it's yet to get a but maybe this halacha doesn't apply whatsoever. Okay? If a Jew doesn't know at all what Shabbos is, maybe that, all of those halacha, what a tinik is, does it apply today? Who it applies to, which is probably the most practical, on the next week. But, it, but, but that, that, of course, would be. The leniency of leniencies. I, I saw that recently that Rav Soloveitchik from, from Boston, Rishabh Soloveitchik, so in, in, in Az Yasher, we say the following thing. Uh, listen, listen to the Lashon Apasak. 
Ozi Vizimus Kava Hili Lishua, Zakeli Van Veu, Eloke Avi Varamamenho. The most people saying, um, This is my God, and I will build him a, a, a sanctuary. They were so motivated at the crossing of, of Yamsuf that they wanted to build a Mishkan. They were so amazingly that Ruach HaKodesh and Nevuah, they were at such a high level. They want to build it. And then what do we say? Um, it's Eloke Avi, Zakeli Van Veil, Eloke Avi Romeno. It's the God of my father, and I will exalt him. Zok to Rashi. What does Rashi say? Eloke Avi. Lo anitchilat ha-kedusha. Elo muchuzekes v'oymedes li ha-kedusha v'lokuso alem yimei avosa. It's not just Rashi quoting. I didn't start the kedusha. I am connecting to a kedusha that happened from Avram Avinu, from Moshe Rabbeinu. <laughs> Going, when you keep Shabbos, then you're connecting to that Kedusha. So I'll just the fun thing. That a Jew who could be Mechal Shabbos but for Hazia loses their Kedusha Sayyid. Right? You lose your, your Kedusha uh, 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 of a Jew. And if you look at Halacha all over the place, it's not Pashit. If a Jew, let's take a, a terrible case. Um, a Jew learned in Yeshiva. He learned Mesecha Shabbos. He learned Mishnai Shabbos. He learned Shabbos. Knows what Shabbos is. Right? And it's Mechal Shabbos. No, I'm not talking about somebody who's no better. Acher. What? Acher was of Zara, even. He was, was Nus, but an Acher, right? And I'm not talking, let's, let's, say pick a case, let's say you pick a case where a kid was abused and he's angry at the world and there's trauma to the kid, because that's also, maybe there's some kind of. So a kid who just has a Yitzhara and Pasha is Mechal Shabbos. Such a, such a Jew about him, that's what we pick on for right now. Um, and the halakhic status is really not um, simple. It, it, it very often, the Rambam, by the way, just you should know, the Rambam holds that such a Jew is a ko'okom l'chol davar. has a halakhic status of a guy. Everything. Ad kadei kach, there are poskim who holds, it doesn't even get, if he gets the words, he is a guy gomor. That's what the Rambam holds. That a Jew is mechal shabbos for who knows what... Sh- t- the Ram, of course, which we'll get to next week, has the greatest description of a Tinek But if a Jew knows better what Shabbos is, right? Um, and, and what we have to talk about next week is, let's say he's not growing up in San Francisco as a Reformed Jew, but he goes up Masorti in Jerusalem, right? He knows what Shabbos is. It's not like you can't compare a Jew... What's the meaning of knows what Shabbos is? Oh, next week, you come back. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're asking good, though. I like your questions. Uh, some questions we'll answer tonight. So, the Rambam holds, La that Jew, now we don't paskin that way. We don't paskin La that you can go ahead and, I mean, according to the Rambam, you can charge that Jew ribis. Mamish, you can charge the Jew interest. If a Jew is a Mechal Shabbos before Hezia, you can charge him interest. Okay? Um, this is serious stuff over here. Rav Moshe holds, of course, if you have a Chasana, chat, and the witnesses are not Shomer Shabbos, the winning is not halachic, and therefore they're not really married. There's a lot of halachas which we're not doing right now, but what we are going to say right now is on this topic, Rabbi Yonis and Ibshitz and Yaris Tavash, Chelik Aleph, writes that a Yisrael Mumar, um, uh, is a Mumar is a person uh, uh, who, who, who either, there's two types of Mumar, Mumar means, let's say, a Mumar Lana, well, there's two picture stores. 
There's an Italian pizza store and a kosher pizza store. The Italian is straight for the kosher is kosher. Why does he eat at the Thai pizza store? He thinks it tastes better. He doesn't eat. He eats a horo. So it's lahana. That's not as bad as a guy who goes, you know what? I don't want to go to the kosher pizza store. Maybe the kosher pizza store tastes better. I'm going to Italian. That's, that is a mumur lahachas. But a mumur, a, a, a person who doesn't care is considered a mumur. So we're, we're talking like a person who's a mumur la Shabbos, break Shabbos, doesn't care about Shabbos. Um, so Rianis and Ibshin holds in this halacha, we're trying to deal with right now, we're not going to all of Kol Tarakula. It, he's still like a Jew, therefore you can cook for him. The, his contemporary, the Yaivitz, Rabbi Yaakov Emden, in Murkutsia, both of them lived, when did they live, what century? Very innocent Ibshitz, Rabbi Yaakov Emden. Anyone know? He had a on a flight, so I can't pick on him. <laughs> 18th century, mid 18th century. Um, so the Ryakov Emdin writes that Yisrael Mumar Machal Shabbos is Dino Ka'akal. Magabe Salacha. That you cannot cook from Mumar Lahachas, a person who's Machal Shabbos. Again, next week I'm going to discuss what if they're Tinek Shinishbal. What if they don't know what Shabbos is? Or, they, or, they, or maybe they even, just to quote Yanir, they know, but they don't understand what Shabbos is. Maybe they, they've heard of Shabbos, but what they really, they don't really get Shabbos. So that, that may be a different halacha. I wouldn't get there. But You're the, talking about public discretion of Shabbos. Public right? square, yeah. Not like I know he does, but he comes public. to shul. And, you know, yeah, well, he drives the shul publicly. Because <laughs> beside of the viewpoint that you mentioned, that being traumatized or something like that, you know, Somebody that born in Israel and grew up in a family that is Masorati. Right. Not means that he knows really what is Shabbos. Because when he's gonna open a Sefer and gonna really read about Shabbos and gonna enjoy the Torah, he's probably gonna come and keep Shabbat. So we'll see you next week if you're, what you're saying is true in Halacha today. Means, right, maybe you're right, but right now he's not keeping Shabbos. I am not saying you're wrong, by the way. Uh, I, 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 and again, I'm, I am the biggest advocate. Is it, is it a lot of gray? Yeah, yeah, gray, I, 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 I agree, I agree. And, and the truth is, is we'll look to be lenient in anyone like that. But we have to see how that goes in halacha. Um, first, you need to know the halacha. The Mishnabura, the Chavetz Chaim. Listen to the Chavetz Chaim. Here he quotes this halacha. He quotes this halacha. Listen to this, listen to this. This is in Simon. Uh, this is in Toph. Reish. Shulchan Aruch. Actually, tough Listen to this. You can't cook for non-Jews on Yom Therefore, also You can't invite him. You'll add more food for him. It's, we're talking here to invite it to your house, but to send it to his house, to send him food, if it, which is cooked already, you're allowed to do. Ema Vashlin, by the way, for this halacha, not, for who I didn't call malachas, any malacha that a Jew could do on Shabbat, on, on Yom Tif, any hetar we have, any other leniency of, to prepare food, is only for Jew and Bishul Nachri is Asr. Because lachem means you're allowed to be lenient on Yom Tif. The Torah says lachem. For you and for nobody else, all for anybody else, it's the same. It's like Shabbos. You can't go ahead and cook, or you can't go ahead and do it. Listen to the, what the Chavetz Chaim then says. Um, 
דכסיב, אשר יאכל לכל נפש ולבד הוא יעשה לכם, ודרשו חז"ל, לכם, for you, for Jewish people, for you, ולולקותם, and not for Gentiles, לכם, for you, and not for your animals, ולצורך קרויים, קרויים. Now, today, there are very few קרויים that are halakhali Jewish, but once upon a time, there are קרויים. So it says in Shuvah's Rabbi Betzalo, Simen Gimel Oyser, he asks to cook for a קרויים on Shabbos. Are those the guys who believed only in the written Torah? Only in the written Torah, exactly. V'yesh matirin, the Torah hem, they're those who are matir to cook for carrots because they're tina kishinishba. That's actually the Rambam. The Rambam held that a carrot, he doesn't know anything. He grew up with parents that were carrots. No one becomes a carrot today. Only Mishugayim. Who becomes a carrot today? Do you know what I mean? Meet anyone who became a carrot? I met one person who became a carrot. It was a lunatic. Psychological problems. And no one becomes a carrot. There are carrots. When did the carrots start? Have a good sh- it's a good history series on this. From Tudukim? No, 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 no. Actually, I discuss this in my history classes. Eighth century. I mean, they've been carrots for over almost fourteen hundred years now. So anyone's a carrot, or they or they became a carrot a, a thousand years ago. So they've been. They don't know the difference. So the, the Ishmaelim that they're not, if they're halachically Jewish, by the way, most Karaites today are, are, according to Ashkenazi Psak, are not halachically Jewish. According to Svarim Ravadia, is matter by Egyptian Karaites, not by Crimean Karaites. Okay. Um, then he says a bomb. If you have a Jew, right, a Jew who's a Jew for Jesus, a Jew for Yashka. Or a Jew who's an idol worshiper, Rahman al-Islam. He's sitting in, in, in India bowing to an idol. Okay, a Jew who's sitting in India bowing to an idol. Again, let's pick today. He, this Jew learned in the yeshiva. He learned in uh, yeshiva in Bnei Brak, in Yushalayim, in Kfar Chabad, in Kfar Hasidim, in Ashdod, somewhere. He learned in yeshiva. He knows you can't bow to idols. Okay? <laughs> that Jew... Who's doing that level of zara? Oh, lechalul Shabbos b'farhesia, or is publicly transgressing Shabbos? He's driving his car around Dizengoff, or or, or around Meridian Avenue. He's driving his car. Dino ka'akom. The Chavetz Chaim says in this halacha, you cannot cook for such a Jew. You cannot cook for such a Jew. Dino ka'akom. That's how serious chalul Shabbos uh, uh, Shabbos is. Now, I'm going to get back to this um, a little bit later on, but first I want to just understand, what does it mean, Reboy Shorem? It's an amazing nafkamina over this. Um, what does it mean that w- w- they were concerned, lest you add on and you cook more on Yomtev? Because the whole Gezerah on Yomtev, I'll like just to quote Atsuriyom or Chavetz Chaim, before I go further, Chavetz Chaim on Lahazmino, on the Isra de Rabbanu, the rabbinic prohibition to invite a Gentile, or now, according to the Chavetz Chaim, a public transgressor, you know. It's funny, it's interesting, like, if I'd ask a person, if a Jew bows to an idol, or a Jew wears a cross and crosses himself, does he have a lot of status of the Jew? Now, I gave a shir, by the way. I gave a drasha. When did I give this drasha? This Shabbos. Who do you possibly like? Who do you like? Rabbi Meir. Right? Yisrael Shechata. Alphabet Shechata Yisraelu. 
A Jew is a Jew is a Jew. A Jew can always be Jew. Hashem, that's what remember, remember this. Remember, remember, I spoke about this Shabbos, and we love, but in halacha, a court, halacha, there are many who understand that for Jews walking out the cross, you can't. He's out chutz It doesn't mean he can't do tshuva. Doesn't mean that God doesn't still love him. He does. But this Jew has had halachic status. Same thing, the Chavetz Chaim, the post can compare a Jew who's wearing a cross or bowing to an idol to a Jew who's publicly transgressing the Shabbos. That's how serious, you know, it's, it's amazing to me. This halacha, everyone got, if you would have stopped a Jew in, in, in Vilna, in Krakow, in Casablanca, in, 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 in Fez, in, in, in Aleppo, in, in Frankfurt, 400 years ago, every Jew would say, Machal Shabbos. Every, without a question, 98, 99% of the Kalah Yisrael kept Shabbos. Right? It, wasn't, it was unheard of. But today, it's like even religious Jews, like, you know, oh, it's not so bad. Do you know what Machal Shabbos is? I, I, you know, I, if you take a, a, a Jew who comes here in Yom Kippur, doesn't keep Shabbos, you say to him, you should know him, Machal Shabbos may even be worse than eating in Yom Kippur. Okay? <laughs> Shabbos is more chamer. It's a, one's a chiv karis, but Shabbos is chiv skila, and if you have no edus, it's chiv karis. Mamish, super, super. We don't. We live in a world where we're so blanded to this, right? But you have to understand, pure halacha, it's chil Shabbos public, public Shabbos tra- trans- transgressing, um, is terrible. I mean, it's so amazingly terrible. Um, it's really a a a, 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 a a a it breaks the essence of what it means to be a Jew. Kedushas itself. So the Chavetz Chaim Paskins, you cannot cook for such a joke. You cannot cook for such a joke. What's your Bible Shurim? Oh, I'm sorry, sorry, take a second. So the Chavetz Chaim says, Oh, what about inviting him? You can't invite him. Uh, even if you're ready, have all your food ready. It's all ready. You're going to cook some more. You're going to run out. And you're going to want to honor the person you invited. You're invited. You're invited. It was not cooked already. You'll cook another thing. Um, hey, you'll, go, you'll go ahead and you'll cook special for this person. You're not going to want to run out of food. You're not going to want to run out of food. So what does it mean, So the, the Gemara says the following things. The Gemara in Beit Sadaf Zion. Interesting tomorrow. You're not a cook, you're not a bake. So let's say it's a two-day yomtif. You can't bake on day one for day two. So let's say Rosh Hashanah is coming up, it's two days. So you can't bake on the during the day of the first day. What? Just to bake, not to cook. So it's right now. It says oven. An oven literally means to bake. Um, so you can't bake from day one on Rosh Hashanah for the second day. Could you could you bake and cook on Rosh Hashanah? Of course you could. It has a lot of But you can't do it for day one, for day two. By the way, I tell this to people all the time. Every year this comes up. They have guests at night. Set first night, second night Rosh Hashanah, and they want to cook during the day. You can't do that. You can't do that, right? Um, you cannot do that. Um, Be'emes Amru, Be'emes Amru, by the way, whenever it says Be'emes, in truth, in, 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 we, we say, it, it's, it's how we, the, 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 the Bar Chino brings down in, in Mesech's Truma, that Be'emes Amru is the halakha l'moshmi Sinai. 
a woman, what she could do is for your day meal, fill up a big thing of meat. You could fill it up the whole pot of meat. All pot of meat. She only needs one piece. So she can cook for her first day lunch, 20 pieces of meat in the pot, even though she only wants one piece. And the leftovers are okay for She can use it for whatever. You're cooking right for right now. That, that's what the Gemara says. You can cook one, 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 a whole pot for that. Um, uh, I'll a, a, a baker can fill up a whole pail of water. I'll it needs a little small amount of water. About the office, but for baking, you can only bake what you need. You can only bake what you need. Why? That's what Rashi says. Rashi was asking Rashi about the Rashi says, about the office called Kikar. Every roll, every bread, it's separate. It's not in a pot. It's, it's, all, it's in this oven, right? It's in the oven, and you need to put it in separately and take it out separately. It's not, there's nothing connecting it. And therefore, you look at everything by itself. A pot is... You, you, it's one pot. It's, it's one pot. That's, so that you can't do. That's what the, the first thing is. for Rosh Hashanah, but what's the for, uh, for uh, any other Yontav? Especially you have two days or whereas two days. But here, second day Yontav. I know, I know that you don't, you don't do this, but why not? You can't cook for... You can't cook for... You can't cook for non-Yontav purposes. But it's still Yontav. It's, no, but it has to be... You're now allowed to cook for the weekday. I'm no, cooking... You said if if I if I, if I got you right, Rosh Hashanah is two separate Yom Tovs. Here it's second secondary Yom Tov of the same holiday. Yeah, it's even so, even so. That's what you asked? Yeah, yeah, even so, even yeah. so, it's a separate day. And what if you bake cookies? That's that that is not Israel de Reisa Shiloh. That's a Shiloh of Hachana preparation. Now you won't be doing Israel de Reisa if you do that. You understand? It's a chana. You can't prepare. I can't. I can't prepare for a different day. On the contrary, you just pointed out, <laughs> first day is more holy than the second day, right? Not less. I can't prepare on Shabbos for, for you know. I can't get my bag on a flight Saturday night. I can't get my bag ready on Shabbos for the flight Saturday night. You got to prepare it before Shabbos, right? I can't prepare on day one of Yom Tif for day two of Yom Tif, right? Um, but but in this case, he says you can't. You can't. You can't go ahead and. Uh, and cook it. Then he says the following thing. Omarava, uh, this is Shokhan, this is Gemara. This is the call. This is Gemara. But the Gemara says the following things. Now she can fill a whole oven full with pas. Shapas nefas yafa. When the when the pas bakes better, bismancha tanur mala. When the when the oven is full with bread, it bakes better. Okay, it, 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 it doesn't. It, it, it actually improves the, each bread. Is, is so the bread you want is is better. Um, and the, the Gemara then says, "Amarava halacha kibushim lazer." We paskin like kibushim lazer that it, the pot in Russia says all these are small ovens, and the air would stay in more, and the breads would be a better bread. Just have one loaf of bread in the oven. So actually, the bread you want. Uh, Comes out uh, uh, better, okay. And then if you have too much, you can use it the next day. If you, yeah, as, right. If you have, if you have too much, um, um, it could be used the next day. So you see, 
if it actually improves her, the, 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 the important thing here, and what I want to get to right now is, there's a question over here. If you could be marbe, if you could put in a pot 20 pieces of meat, so what's the problem for the guy, right? You hear the kasha? Why, are we, why is there a gezer Hashem a yarbe v'shvilo? If you're allowed to anyways put extra meat in the pot, why is there a problem? Why is chazal, the word, you can't invite a guy? I cook the food all before Shabbos, before Yom Tov, excuse me. The food is all cooked before Yom Tov. No, you still can't invite him because maybe you'll cook more for him. What are you worried about? You, all you have, you, you can put as many pieces, you, there's no, why is it Shemayar You Anyways, you can cook in a pot a lot of pieces and you'll have some of the food. Right? You'll have some of the food. Just, you'll eat some of it. What's the worst? You run out of food, you'll, you'll, you'll eat some of the food. Right? You know, you can, if I want to put 20 pieces of, of chicken in there, what are we so worried about? To, and the Gindins are abundant. You hear the Kasha Alex? You can do it anyway. You know, anyway, this question, the Rajbo and the Rana ask this, the Rishonim ask this. The Rajbo, where's the Rav? Moshkan, they're hot. Where's the Rav? Of where? Which city? I don't know. Pumbadisa. Pumbadisa. <laughs> we all come from Pumbadisa at one point, but not that. Uh, huh? Rajbo. Barcelona. Okay, says the Rajbo. Gizera Shemayar Vishvilo, Pirish Bekidero, what are we worried about? Bifne Atzma, what are we worried about? You're going to add in, in another Kedera. You'll put a whole pot just for this guy. But if you would go ahead and only add extra pieces into your pot, which is very practical, but let's say you didn't invite a guy. He's in your house, right? Could you put extra food in your pot for the guy? So, it says the Rajba, um, Technically, in the Torah, if you put extra pieces in your pot, it's mutter. What are we concerned about? We're worried about maybe you'll, you'll put it into another pot. Aser. That's why it's aser. Yeah? the common karaba, the islay, hoel. We feel miyarbe bishwilo mikdera bifne atzma leka isura de raisa. Hoel ve iklay le orcham chazilay. Says even we pass them like Rabba. Rabba says the following thing: On erev Shabbos, you have an, you're cooking on Friday afternoon, late, right before Shabbos. There's no way you can have time to eat it on on, on Friday. Right? Right? We can cook on Yom Tov for Shabbos. Right? Everyone knows that. Mm-hmm. But you should cook early in the day. So no, Rabba says, you know what? Maybe guests will come. Hold. Oh, maybe other people will come. They'll be used. So maybe here too by the pot. You, you, so other people will eat the food. That's what the Raja wants to say. To say. He says, still, if you have a hockey, Shema Yarbe Bishul Dvarm Hasur Lekahol, the Kula Kadig Zerah. This is what the Rajma says. This is what he says. The Rajma says, you know why you can never invite a Gentile? Or you can never even cook for a Gentile in your own pot? Because maybe what will happen is, is if you have a Gentile coming, you'll go ahead. And want to cook him his own food, and now you can cook him his own food. Let's say you invite, you know, your workers who are not Jewish for future vision. Let's say you talk, do, do, do you feed them kosher always? No. Do you have to feed them kosher? No. So if you go ahead and cook for them, you can cook them tray for you then. So that no Jew can eat it means that you'll be in a sense only cooking for a guy if that's the case. Oh, Jew can cook, cook tray. Ah? Huh? Jew can cook tray. 
a Jew, uh, if a Jew um, can't buy and sell a trip, if a Jew has trip, he can give it to a guy. He can in separate you can pots. Huh? You can cook a chicken to cook trip. On separate, if it, except for basar and chalav, yeah. So you're not supposed to buy and sell trade. Only basar and chalav. So if you have non-kosher food in your house, you can cook it for the guy. So I can't, I can't order them pizza with pepperoni? Exactly. That's us, sir. It's a soup. Yeah, pashat. And if they ask specifically. You can give them the money and let them buy it themselves. <laughs> they can buy whatever they want. I can go and buy, I can t- take my money and go buy chazer. Cook it and sweet it to guy. So there's a little, there are there there are technicalities which I'm not going to do right now about specifically doing that. But let's say you had the food in your house, or they brought the food. Let's put it that way. I, there are there are things we should I preferably not do. Uh, but technically, minatora for sure it's okay. The, not, the idea of not buying and selling uh, trafe stuff. Let's put it that way. Zero um, bonon. But but as far as what we're concerned right now, according to the Rajba. The the iser of Shabbat Bishvil is that maybe you'll eat it's a gazera that you'll even that you'll cook in a pot tray food which a Jew can't eat because of that all 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 of it is all it's all lesser clear so the Rajvul the Ran in the back of the text over here the Ran says the following thing. Um, you can't, you can't invite a Gentile on Yom Tov. Maybe you add on to him. Another pot. Because in your own part, it should be Shari. Uh, you can put lots of pieces of meat. You can put 20 pieces of meat, even though you're only going to eat one in there. In your own pot. And even a separate pot. If I cook a separate pot, it's not a, a Torah prohibition, because maybe guests will come. Maybe other people will come. Um, uh, maybe we're concerned you'll do it only you only do it specifically for this guy. Uh, and so the Ran says that we're concerned, and for that reason, uh, we ask her. So the Ran says even that uh, the the heter of Riboy Shiurim, right? The heter for ribu shurim is, is even with kosher food, right? You understand? The Rajva says that you'd serve him tray food, and for that reason, you don't have it. The Ram says, no, I can't invite him lest I cook a pot of even kosher food just for him. I, the way the Rajva says it, no, because even if he doesn't have, he, he, if your guests come, you can have, you can have not, other people knock on your door, you can serve it to them. It doesn't have to be for this guy, right? You hear the, hear the difference? The Rajba is worried about the Rajba is worried about uh, about the the, the and that's why the Gazera and the Ran is not one of the Nafkaminas, if a Jew is Mamishamakal Shabbos is perhaps um, perhaps uh, uh, perhaps uh, the, uh, the the if it's only, like the Rajba it's not a problem because to invite him, you can't cook for him. Can't cook for him if, he's, if he is that yeshiva kid who who drives a motorcycle on Shabbos. You cannot cook for him according to Rajput, but we can still invite him to your house. You can't cook for him because because I cook trade for him. But according to Ron, it would not be the case. Um, just a, a couple more things we said that according to uh, so this whole Shiloh about inviting Goyim and a Jew is a 
idol worshiper, public Sabbath is not Nogia on Shabbos. So if everyone, no matter what, on Shabbos, you can of course invite him, right? Shat Yom Tov, which is Shabbos, why can't you of course invite him? Because you're not going to cook anyways. There's no, you're not cooking on Shabbos, and there's no problem inviting him for that reason, or her, right? Clear? That, that, that's what the post can bring down. Just two other points. Um, uh, actually, I just saw, I'm going to bring this down this week, and then we get to it uh, next week. Um, the Yashif says a regular thing about inviting, not getting, it won't help you for cooking. If you, in one of the ways he says you can make a shvua or a neder that you will not uh, cook for the guy no matter what happens, you make a neder, you will cook for this guy or his mummer, and then you can invite them. Why? You can't cook for them. You cook the food before you empty, but you can invite them. Why? Because you won't, you won't be over a shvua, or you won't be over a neder. You understand that over the says it? Since you won't be over a shvua, then there's no gezera. It's like, uh, there's no gezera. Um, but as far as going back to, to Shabbos, um, going back to Shabbos, uh, could you invite I saw there's the, the Shevet Halevi. I don't know what Shevet Halevi was. The Shevet Halevi um, was a Vosner, was a Rav in Bnei Brak, one of the greatest places in Bnei Brak. He lived there a few years ago. He asked the following truth. This is in Chelek Tess, Simon Kuf Chav Zayin. Apparently, Rosh Hashanah is going to fall on, fall on Shabbos. In, in, here's one of the Shalah. He, the first Shalah he was asked. He has four Shalahs. Shalah number one is the Shalah. In Baal Tshuva, Yachal Ahazin Aviv Hamum of Rosh Hashanah, Shachal B'Shabbos, could a Baal Tshuva invite his father, Apparently, who, who knew better, it was not. It was going to drive in Rosh Hashanah and on Shabbos and Machal Shabbos Yom Tov. It could invite him for the meal. Ikvar Ha'er, we ready, sir? Shazul LaHazim Mumer Bi Yom Tov. Mishum Shemay Yabir Shvula. The Machavat Tzchan Ready Paskin. It's Aser. Umemil Nidim Nidaj Hugam Shabbos Lo Shaych Zeh. Also on Shabbos is not. There's no. Is it apply on Shabbos, which is Yom Tov, right? O Dilma. Maybe there's a gather of low plug, right? Is a gather of low plug. What does that mean? You can't you, that period. You can't say that in the, if we answer on Yom Tif, you should answer on Shabbos as well. Okay. Mm-hmm. So maybe you should low plug. You, that if we if there's an Isra there are to be Mazman, you know, because it's interesting. The Gemara said you can't. You can invite him on Shabbos. You can't invite him on Yom Tif. But maybe if it's Shabbos and Yom Tif together, you can't. Because the Gezerah is on any Yom Tif. You hear the, and a regular Shabbos, no Shiloh, because you never cook on Shabbos. But maybe Shabbos Yom Tif is a Chumrah, because there's a Gezerah which the Gemara brings down, which is for Shulchan Aruch, for Yom Tif. And that should maybe no difference between Yom Tif and a Yom Tif that falls on Shabbos. You hear that? You hear the Kasha? You hear the Kasha? You hear the Kasha? So that's what he wants to know. Maybe that we were not make on Yom Tov the false. Like I, I said that we are. I was quoting the Zayis Rana, who was a, was a Polish of Pesek 200 years ago, who learned that way. Sheva Levi says, maybe not. Maybe the Gezerah of Yom Tov is always on Yom Tov, even on, even on Shabbos, even though you can't cook on Shabbos. Mm-hmm. And he says, He brings, he comes Lukulo on this. And so, of course, the, the simple thing is invite somebody uh, for Shabbos Yom Tov. Next week, I'm going to do the following thing. I want you to know one thing. I personally, I don't think, I, every Yom Tev, I look to invite Jews that are not religious. I look to invite them. You know why? 
it's a lot, I mean, Rosh is a little bit harder, but Sukkot, you want to be able to bring a Jew to a Sukkah. You know, Pesach, by Seder. <laughs> so, number one is, what are the coolest of Tinek Shemeshba? And I want you to know, I just, we all, everyone in this room, should look to Makarov Jews, as we said before, every Jew has an Ashama. If you teach them Torah, there's not one Jew. I, my, my own life, I've been involved in all kinds of Jews. We can't even imagine. I'm sure all of us have. There's no, and one of the best times to bring a Jew closer is, is Yom Tif. So, how do you do that, number one? Is there, is there a problem um, of, uh, in our day about with Jews who don't know better or what that means they don't know better. So we're next to come and discuss Tinek for number one. The second thing is a much more chamer. You know, <laughs> one thing is a stranger. What, God forbid, if a person is Haredi, let's say, they're living in B'nai Brak. They're living in Lakewood, okay? And they have a child who went to yeshivas, went to yeshivas, learned Masech Shabbos, knows Tormitzis was never abused, never, no one hurt them, and their Yitzhahara took them away from Tormitzis. You're their parent. Is there a problem to invite this kid? Right? Is there his name? Is, his name is whatever. His name is Ragadol. He's a tzaddik. His name is Ratzadik. You know? This kid knows better, and he's going to drive his motorcycle to your house. For one thing, is that they come before Shab, before Yamta, right? You're going to invite your kid. He's living in, I don't know, Herzliya. He won't drive it into B'nai Brak, he'll get killed. But he'll drive it outside, and he's going to drive Machal Yomtiv. Could you invite your own kid? Let's say he'll be Machal that time. He'll walk. But you know that Yomtiv is Does it make a difference? It's your child. And he has no, there's no hatter of Tinek Shinesh, because he learned in Cheder. <laughs> and he went to Yeshiva Katana. And he went to Yeshiva Gedela. Right? Do you hear the kasha with that? We'll deal with that next week. The third thing I want to deal with next week is the convert case. There are people who want to convert. How do you, how, you know, how do we deal with them? all three of those things? We'll do with hopefully I'll finish next week. And I'll do one more week after that. Okay, we'll hold on.